Welcome to the Cat Katibi Podcast, your source for all things health, happiness, and beauty. Hey guys, welcome to the podcast. I thought I'd give everyone a quick little update on everything I've been doing lately to pretty much stop getting hormonal migraines. So I've been getting hormonal migraines pretty much since... I had hormones, even before I got my first period. And they are cyclical. They do tend to happen for me around ovulation and when I have my period. So this is what I've been doing. And I'm proud to announce that I haven't had a migraine in pretty much two cycles. I thought I was getting one a little bit, but I didn't. So things are looking pretty good and I've done a few things. I don't know exactly what it is that has been working or if indeed it needs to be the entire combination of things that I've been doing. So the first thing I've been doing was I got really interested in listening to podcasts and research from this person, Dr. Jack Cruz. And it's Cruz with a K. K-R-U-S-E, Cruz. So you can look him up on podcasts or his website. I believe you need to become a Patreon member to read all the articles. And that's where he gets really technical. So what he talks about is how we are electrical beings. And being electrical beings, we are really affected, some of us more than others, to things like blue light toxicity and to things like EMF, radiation, and all that. So what he suggests, I mean, it gets really complicated. I'm not really into electricity, so I can't tell you all the mechanisms and how this works. That's why I just want you to go and research him on your own and listen to everything he has out there. Um, One side note, you're going to really, really need to listen to him with an open mind because he's a harsh person. I'm sure he's that way because he's been told he's crazy for so long that now he's just kind of like angry if anyone questions him. But he's a very harsh person to listen to and he can come off as rude and brash and arrogant. But at the end of the day, try what he's saying And try not to listen to how he says it and see if you get the same benefit that I've been experiencing. So just what he's been saying to do that I've been doing is he says that it's very important to get your sleep schedule in check. So the first thing he recommends doing is waking up really early. You want to wake up ideally at sunset. You want to be able to look at the sunrise if you can. So try to find a place where you can see the horizon and the sunrise as best you can. And you don't want to have to like drive 20 minutes to go do it. So you want to do what you can based on where you're located. The other thing he says is that you want to be grounded. That means you want to have bare feet on the ground. So it can't be like on a deck. You can't have rubber soles. You can't have plastic on your feet. It just needs to be your feet bam to the ground to help ground you 
So what I like to do is I go to my backyard. Yes. And I have no shoes on. And there's this concrete slab that my husband made. It's pretty much the only area that's really ground ground. Because, you know, we have a deck and stuff. So I stand there. And I try to look up at the sunrise. Now, obviously, there's certain times of the day you don't want to look directly at the sun. You never want to do that because that can harm your eyes. So you want to look maybe a little bit off, like 15 degrees away from the sun. But generally, if it's sunrise or sunset, you can pretty much look at the sun and you'll be fine because it's that orangey color. It's not like that blinding color, like if it was high noon or or 2 p.m. or something. So you'll be safer if you just do it at sunrise and sunset. But sunrise is where you're going to get your biggest bang for your buck. So that's going to kind of reset your circadian rhythm. And it also kind of helps reset your hormones. And there's all these processes that happen. It's very complicated. So read all his stuff. And I've been doing it. I look at there and I look at the sun and if I'm a little bit late and I can't see the sunrise, which usually happens because let's face facts, I'm terrible at that. And he's very strict. Like if you don't make time for it, you're an idiot type of thing. So keep that in mind. There is no like in his mind, you either do it or you get sick and that's it. So you can't say, well, I'm busy. Well, I'm this in his mind. You're just making excuses. So you get what you get and you don't get upset type of thing. Anyways, so I'll try to go maybe 9 a.m. if I can, if I miss the sunrise, and I will do the same thing. Maybe I have to look off a little bit more because it's not sunrise, but I get over there and I try to get as much skin on most parts of my body that I can. You want to have, like, if you can have, like, your full back exposed, you know, as much sun as possible, your face, your arms, they're just not enough. So he's like, get the biggest area you can. If you're in some place where you feel comfortable, go out there naked. If you're not comfortable, just put your bathing suit on. And he was even saying in some podcasts that he will go like maybe like in his underwear or boxers or something to his front yard because that's where you get the best sun where he lives, not in his backyard. So he'll just be there at the, you know, crack of dawn walking around for, for like 15 minutes looking at the sun and being grounded while his neighbors go, this guy is nuts. But hey, look, I've been doing it and it actually really helps. It helps you feel really good, which is really weird. But the way he explains it, you are energy, you are electricity, and the sun recharges you at special times during the day. And in you know, ancient times, we would be outside, we would be walking barefoot. Shoes are not something that animals are born with. Clothes are not something that animals wear. So when you look at your dog, your cat, your bird, whatever you have, they're not wearing shoes, they're not wearing clothes, they can walk outside, no matter what the temperature is. And they're fine, their body adapts to it. But for some reason, humans have decided to clothe themselves And it just, it blocks us from being grounded as much. And it also stops us from getting energy from the sun because we're blocking our skin. There was something that was written thousands of years ago about the Persians. And I'm half Persian, so I'll say this. They were saying that the Romans, um, I don't know, something like you couldn't crack their heads open with whatever, with a rock, because 
they would shave their heads and get lots of sun on their heads since they were young and that the Persians, they would put like a felt hat or something on their heads since they were babies and they never got sun on their heads so their skulls would be softer and you could like crack them open or something in battle. So, I mean, whether that's true or not, I don't know. That's just history. But it does make sense. You need to get sun on yourself. And I know we don't want to get wrinkles. We want to be beautiful forever. So what he talks about is that he's like on the Fitzpatrick scale, number one, which is the lightest, like imagine a ginger. So he says that because he's grounded, because he gets sun at the right time, that some sort of mechanism happens, that he's also able to tolerate more sun without burning. So that's something very important. Another thing that you need to understand with this weird new stuff that he's talking about, which isn't new, I mean, we're just rediscovering it, is that um, another important thing is your light. So if you're not looking at the sun at the proper times and you're only indoors or you're on a computer with like those toxic, the toxic blue lights. And remember the toxic blue light from the computer, it also has a flickering in the background that you can't detect, but that can actually cause seizures and migraines. Yeah. So you need to protect your eyes from looking at this. That's another reason why, looking back, I was a photographer before. When I would edit photos, the days that I would edit, I knew I was going to get a piercing migraine. And that's just from looking really closely with the brightness up, with the so-called true colors. So everything has like, you know, that blue tone, there's more flicker, all that happens. And then, of course, the migraine happens. And that's why I no longer do photography for those that know me personally and have always wondered, you know, because it is beautiful. I mean, I created some beautiful images. I had a lot of fun. I met a lot of great people and I really do enjoy it, but I just can't kill myself anymore with that light. So right now, if you look at my computer, it has a red light tint to it. I can't do anything about the flicker. There are things, if you really look on the internet, they have like these little screens you can put on to lower the flicker for your eye and I try to put like a red tone you can also do it on your iPhone I don't know how to do it on Androids or any other phone but it's not night mode night mode is good during the day that's the trick night mode is very good during the day but you don't use that after sun sets after the sun sets you need to be red so in order for you to be red you want to go to let me see I think it's you go to settings, you go to general, and I think it's accessibility, and then it's, um, I think it's something like monitor or screen setting. Just look around there, and then it, there'll be like a crayon thing, and you can pick on the red crayon, and you put like that color filter over the entire screen. And that's what I do at night. So in the morning, I have the night mode. And then at night, I have to manually do this every night. But I know how important it is. So I make the effort and I make it red. And for my own computer, I'll make it red too. This is another reason why I can't do photography because there's no way I'm editing photos that have a red tinge on them. So when I look at your Instagram photos, I'm sure they're beautiful, but I can't see them like for their colors, because I'm just seeing everything with like a red tone now. 
So Instagram also doesn't have that um, appeal that it used to have. Facebook doesn't have that appeal because it's not like this color explosion. So I actually spend less time on Pinterest, on Instagram, on Facebook at night because once I have to turn on that red filter, I can look at it. I can read articles. I can, if I need to Google something, I can do that. But I'm not drawn in by all the pretty colors. So I'm going to make it quick and get out of there, which is so great for your mental clarity and, you know, your time management, everything. So that's your blue light, getting it on check. The other thing is the EMF and the radiation. So we have smart meters now. The smart meters are on like the sides of all of our homes and all of our neighbors' homes. So it's really terribly toxic. It actually affects us. And the closer you sleep to one of those, the more chances you're going to have more migraines. You're going to feel sicker. You're going to have your hormones off. You're going to have trouble staying asleep. You're going to have trouble getting into deep sleep. So you may think you're sleeping, but you're really not hitting the deep sleep, the restorative sleep, the, the sleep that you need if you want to prevent yourself from getting Alzheimer's and dementia in the future. And it can also affect your mental health. So these are things you have to realize if maybe you're not sleeping next to it, but your children are sleeping next to it and they're starting to act a little weird. You need to keep an eye on this. They have these um, cases you can get for like 60, 100 bucks on Amazon. They're like a mesh metal thing and they help a little bit with that. But remember, it's not a consistent thing. So if you get one of those detectors to detect EMF radiation and all that, it's only released once every minute so a second every minute or so and it's like you'll see if you just keep the machine pointed towards that wall from the inside you just hold it there and then there'll be a moment where it just jumps like crazy and you're like oh my gosh it's really scary the other thing is you want to keep your your outlets next to your bed or next to your head, at least three feet away from you. And you want to make sure nothing is plugged into those outlets. And unfortunately, these um, the little meter thingies that you can get, they've shown me that anything plugged in can be very dangerous, even a tiny little alarm clock. So if you need an alarm clock, it's going to have to be battery. And you're going to have to keep it a good distance, at least a minimum, I would say six feet away from your head. Also, it's great because you have to get up to go to the alarm clock to shut it off. And that's going to help you never charge or have any plugs with anything plugged in, in your bedrooms. Do not do it. Just go around and start unplugging everything. I had um, an air purifier that I'm like, oh, this is going to help me sleep because, you know, I sleep with my cats and this will help clean up the air. I put the air purifier on high during the day and I unplug that at night and I have slept so much better with that. And let's see some other things you can do. Yeah. So we got the EMF radiation, electricity. Um, you want to make sure you're not enclosed in it. Like I was really crazy. I have my big ass, um, like a mat computer and then they have the surge protector plus backup thing in one it's like this huge ginormous contraption under my desk because there's really nowhere else to put it and then behind me I have a little fish tank and that's plugged in with a bunch of things going on and then I had um a fast charger um for like my iphone a fast charger like a converter thing you plug that in 
and then you plug your iPhone into it and it's supposed to like speed up the charge. And that was behind me. So I was encapsulated with, oh my God, so much garbage. And that does definitely does affect your mood, your hormones, your like chances of getting migraines. I mean, everything. You can get fatter, you can get more depressed, you can get just a lot of bad stuff happens. So definitely go check out information on him. Um, so they sell these, they're like curtains, but they have like a mesh material in it, like a silver or something like that material. And it kind of blocks most of the EMF radiation. So you can put that curtain up. Like if there's a wall in your house that um, backs the, the smart meter, you can kind of line your wall with that. I know it's ugly. I'm sorry. The other thing is a lot of EMF travels in through the windows. So if you just get like these curtains for like a lot of your windows, it can help lower it. And you want to get your own machine. I mean test everything because you don't understand your phone can be fine because maybe your area the the signal around you or whatever is not in the dangerous levels and you're fine but maybe that little alarm clock is a big problem and you just don't know until you test so test don't guess but of course if you have a smart meter you don't need to test that's scary so cover that up and try to protect the wall that is behind it. And if your neighbor has one facing you, you also want to protect that wall too. Okay, so these may sound really weird, right? Because you're like, what is this crazy girl talking about? She's talking about EMF. She's talking about radiation. She's talking about, um, you know, getting charged with the sun. I had this meme that I would share to my friends because I would make fun of hippies. And it was like some girl who's like... um. I don't know, like naked and she's like, I don't need to eat food because I get all the energy I need from the sun or something like that. And now, you know, my friends and I were laughing about that. And now here I am saying, yeah, you know, I think there was something to that. I'm not saying you have to be naked and not eat, but I'm saying you definitely need to be charged by the sun because there's a light spectrum over there that we just can't recreate. And we are all blue light, green light toxic. We need to get that red and purple light spectrum and, of course, the other light frequencies that we can't see with the eye. And that's only from the sun. So imagine you're a houseplant. What happens to a houseplant that needs to have sun? We're not a low-light houseplant by any means. We're not one of those, you know, that can that's like on the bottom of the rainforest. No, we're like... One of those that we need like a certain amount of hours. Like what do you call them? The partial sun plants for that section. So we need some really high sun and then some shade every single day. Or we'll get sick and we'll die. Like maybe we don't have brown leaves but we're like, you know, we're fat. Or maybe we don't have, we're not wilting but we have dry skin. So Ooh, so one thing I might have forgotten to mention was a great way to check if you're blue light toxic is that you need sunglasses or you squint a lot when you're outside because you can't take the actual sun anymore. If you look around, you'll see that people who are outside regularly, they can open their eyes fully and they can adjust. But if you have trouble adjusting, which 
I certainly did. And I was constantly in sunglasses or just having indoor lighting. And I became so blue light toxic, I couldn't see at all where I remember I tried to get into YouTube, but just the lights on my eyes to do the YouTube or even like to be next to a window with the light shining on my face so I could pick up in video better. I couldn't open my eyes. So no one wants to like look at a YouTube video with someone who looks like Mrs. Magoo. So I realized I was totally blue light toxic. I chucked my sunglasses. You don't need sunglasses unless you are driving and the sun is setting right in your face and it's that harsh light. Do not reach for your sunglasses. If the sun is over your head, you should be able to adjust to fully opening your eyes. And in fact, not being able to do this is a very dangerous sign because this can lead to macular degeneration. It can even be a sign of bigger problems down the line. So you need to get yourself used to looking at the sun. And remember, this is how you charge your body. You need to look at the sun, not directly, but you need to be out in the sun. You are a houseplant, but you are really not. You're actually an outdoor plant that somehow got stuck in a house. So keep that in mind. The other thing that he talks about, Dr. Jack Cruz, is he talks about your water quality and the links that he goes to to make sure he's getting really high quality water. So I have a reverse osmosis system in my house and he was talking about how that's not even ideal because you need to get water that's from either like really down like deep, like I don't know, thousands of meters deep or something or like from a glacier or from like a mountain or some sort of like living water and he has like more information than I could give you right now, but you should definitely check out how water can affect your body. And of course, I heard about this many times before, and I'm like, that's some woo-woo crazy stuff. But I started drinking only water for the last two months. That is, um, I mean, obviously not when I go outside. I don't have control over that, like if I get tea somewhere or something. But generally, when it's under my control, which most of the time it's totally under my control, I bring my water bottle everywhere. Um, I've been putting that Starkey's water and it's like a really good water. And there's another one that's really good. But generally you want them that they come from like really deep or really high and like not reached by man. And I mean, I'm sure Dr. Cruz has other criteria that I don't yet understand, but I just took the gist of that information and I ran with it and I got myself some good water and with that and everything, I mean, I'm just like trying to think and I'm like not really bloated. I don't feel bad anymore, which is weird for me because every morning I kind of woke up with kind of like my neck hurt, my wrist would hurt, my body was kind of locked up and it took a long time to feel comfortable. And I never really, I never really was comfortable. Even sitting on the couch would be uncomfortable. And since I'm doing just these things, which I mean, they sound crazy. It sounds crazy to tell someone I go outside in the morning and I just let the sun hit me, and that how that's how I like charge myself for the day. I mean, that sounds crazy. I know, guys, it sounds crazy, but I'm doing it. I feel really good, and 
at the end of the day, I don't care how I feel really good. If I have to do like the most ridiculous things to other people, it's not about what other people think. It's not about what you think or what anybody else thinks. It's about how I feel. And if this is working for me, as crazy as it may look to outsiders who are not doing it, who haven't felt it, I'm going to, I'm just going to keep doing it. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry that I sound crazy and I'm, maybe you're like, oh my gosh, I can't listen to her anymore. She's nuts. I'm so sorry that you feel that way, but please trust me. There's science behind this. I'm just not the science person that you're going to listen to and get that part from. So look at it on your own. I'm just the type of person that I just listen to people who like are really into this stuff. And then I just pick and choose and I decide what I'm going to try and I try it. And if it works, I tell you it works, but I can't tell you exactly how. So definitely check it out. I know this is weird. Diet wise, my diet has been terrible. So I can't tell you that, oh, it's because my diet is so on point. No, it's not. It's terrible. My diet was awful. Um, I started having gluten again. I went to Indiana and options were very sparse. Healthy options, they don't exist. Indiana is a food desert. It was so sad. Um, I thought Miami was bad. Miami is pretty bad. I'm not going to lie. You would think being such a big city that we'd be like pretty good we have no farmers markets in miami there's no such thing the farmers markets come from the most pesticide ridden farms in homestead i mean we don't have organic farms here we don't have backyard farmers because we don't really have that much land and there's just highways everywhere so everybody's backyard is covered in like a tarry soot so Anyways, that is what is going on, and I hope you found this helpful, and check them out. Thank you for listening to the episode. If you made it this far, I'm sure you found some benefit to the hard work that I put into the show. Show your support by subscribing to the podcast, leave me a voicemail question, or email me at thehealthfulgypsy at gmail.com. I would love, love, love to hear from you be sure to join the Facebook group. You can find all that information in the show notes and my website, katkatibi.com. This podcast is for informational merrymakings and metaphysical purposes only. Statements and views are not medical advice. This podcast, including Kakatibi, disclaim any adverse effects by the use of information you may have heard. Opinions of guests are totally their own. This podcast does not endorse statements made by guests. This podcast does not make any representations or warranties about guest qualifications, credibilities, or sanity. Individuals may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to on the podcast. If you think you have a medical problem, consult with a licensed medical physician, not just the spirit of your ancestors while on ayahuasca.